This is the Famous Friends Podcast. Showcasing and recognizing talent among our friends and future friends. Welcome to the Famous Friends Podcast. I'm your host, John Luca, and I'm joined with my friend, Selena, and a wonderful guest today, someone that we go way back with, like back to the trenches of Z1035. Mr. Andrew Johnson is with us today. Not only is he a man of wonderful talent, he went from being a board op, worked his way right across the city, and now is a station manager at 106.5 FM. Mr. Andrew Johnson, welcome to the Famous Friends Podcast. Thank you guys for having me. This is amazing. We're so glad to be reunited with you. I know. It's been more than you like guys five got years. intros and <laughs> hey man, this is this is all right. I thought people walk around and intro your life. Like don't you don't you have an <laughs> MC behind you? That's what we know you as. That's, uh, you know, it's funny. I always have a beat in my head as I walk. And sometimes I narrate my own life, but uh, <laughs> I try not to tell too many people that because it makes it sound kind of crazy. So this is the movie of Andrew Johnson. Um, welcome. It's a, it's a rolling series. <laughs> Selena, this I is his it. world. Yeah. We're just living in it. That's all Definitely. Right. <laughs> like you've done so much though, since the time we've last seen you. Like, I think it's been more than five years. I'm going to say, I'm going to throw that number out. I'm not, right? So I haven't worked there for... Ugh, maybe about seven years now. There he goes. So not to date anybody. Yeah. Not, not to feel any older than I need to feel today. We're but... all young. We're all, all right. young. But You're like young as you feel. Exactly. Yeah, you guys can't see Andrew, but he hasn't aged a day since the last time we see him. I mean, the man is ageless. We were just saying, yeah. Good genes. Good genes. That's all I could say. And that smile. I, I do remember that smile whenever <laughs> I came back from working a street team event and I'd see you. I'm like, hey, Andrew. So it, always it lights up you. a room. Like even after a bad event, this guy will come back and be yeah, <laughs> face on. Like how'd it go? It was like, it was, it was trash. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> no, we, we oh, only man. had good those, events. We only had good events. Those days help mold you though. The bad oh, days, what you learn from it. I think that's you're so right. how I got so far so quickly. You mess up a lot. And you learn from those mess ups. You're like, okay, I'll never do that again. And just keep pushing forward. And you start to kind of move up the ranks. I mean, isn't it crazy mm -hmm. how, you know, each profession, each job kind of molds you, but not only, but street team in particular, like dealing with rejection, dealing with different personality types, being able to like, just be on all the time. It's so crazy. And then you develop things, get thick skin because like you get rejected like a hundred times a day. Like not only ideas, but just from people too. Like you're giving out like free t-shirts. Like, would you like a free t-shirt? And you get told off. You're like, whoa, man, I'm just trying to yeah. give you a free t-shirt. <laughs> you know what? I tell every one of the interns that I've had that you should really try everything. These are the kind of gems that kind of help you grow in this industry. Can I say, yeah, I sat outside on a Saturday at uh, 4 a.m. while it rained on me and while I was trying to protect the Zephyr and try to make sure someone get on air fine. Like those things, those things help mold you and they help kind of connect people too. as weird as it sounds, the people that you work with, the people who are in that rain with you kind of become, they become family. They become people that you lean on for more than just radio. So it's crazy how just being in that type of community will help kind of build you um it's it's funny i didn't even really go in with the idea of i'm gonna do street team it was a ah, these people seem pretty cool let me kick it and chill and yeah. why not get paid for it 
exactly that's how i felt too actually and then i got to meet you <laughs> i started yeah right before Gianluca came so i met you first actually before Gianluca. that's that's a funny that is true circle thing right now yeah <laughs> it is a full circle i love it right but we've learned so much since those days from being in the street team. You moved on and won some amazing accolades, like radio's future African-American leader. Like, yeah, it, you've come it. so far. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Let's go. Yeah, Round of applause. Thank you very much. That's I huge. appreciate all the love. Yeah, you know what? I'm really proud of that. That took, uh, that was totally by surprise. I didn't know that I was going to get that. But um, Radio Inc., uh, they contacted me and said, hey, somebody nominated you, a buddy of mine nominated, and they have this voting process. Oh, wow. I'm the, uh, I'm the only Canadian in the magazine. Uh, wow. Because it's an American-based magazine. So oh, I am the only okay. Canadian that was considered into their their ranks of future african-american leaders uh that's been a long run uh, this is uh it's funny um let's see radio was like my second love i used to be an actor that went great no and way then, yeah but done a lot done i don't lot. think i remember that oh my gosh that's Tell a long us time that. ago oh, okay um, if you want to like start with that was, how did you get into radio yeah. uh how did i get into radio all right so uh I was an up-and-coming actor when I was young. I started off in uh, grade eight, uh, grade nine. I jumped on this YTV show called System Crash. I was on there for a oh season. Oh my! I remember that. Uh, oh my god! That was like I did. I did extra and like supporting actor roles so I could talk. And I was in the class, so they, you know what? It's better. It beats the hell out of a job at McDonald's. You got paid to pretend you were a kid in class, which I was a kid in class, anyways. Um, so I had all of this lined up to become an actor. And uh, my mom pulled me like moms normally do and say, hmm, this is probably not the best career choice, but maybe you go to school, get a piece of paper to say you can do something else. Um, and at the time I was uh, I was rapping and our, our crew was doing really well. We started to put music out and I didn't know how to get my music onto the radio. Just had no clue. How does it get from one hand to the other? Let me go. Well, my mom wants me to go to school. I'm gonna yeah. go to school and figure out how that happens. And then I got kind of lost in the love of like, oh, I don't have to just be on air. I can be a producer. I can be mm -hmm. promo. I can do a bit of sales. I actually majored in uh, sales and promotions. Oh, uh, wow, that's right. Yeah, man, take us back. I wanted to make money because at the yeah. time they told you, hey, the first thing that they tell you is you will not make money in this industry. Oh, and you that's... laugh it oh, off. Oh, we've all heard <laughs> that. I'm pretty sure. And you yeah. know what? Nobody really believes that. Like moment one, you're like I'm going to make money in this industry. It's like, no, you better love this industry because you're not no. going to make money. You're, you're <laughs> like, going to be working twenty four seven. Wage for six years. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about man. that? <laughs> right. Oh yeah, we'll give you a concert, concert ticket and some and some cool drinks. So that that's uh, that's about it. So, <laughs> what do you feel about a lifetime supply of pop chips? How do you feel about right? that? <laughs> I've eaten so many pop chips. I've eaten uh, right? so many pop chips. Yes. Oh my god. Oh god. Hey, what are you doing at one in the morning at work? I'm stuffing myself full of pop chips. This is yeah. why I also got into fitness as well because that was like. Oh yeah. I'm gonna kill myself eating Domino's deep dish oh. and pop chips and washing it down with orange juice at one in the morning. <laughs> it's just not helpful for your body. The meal of a pro athlete, right there. And when right? you're early twenties, yes, it's, it's very easy to do that. Yeah, it, well, you feel nice in your early twenties when you're in your mid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can consider. Yeah, uh, mid thirties. Oh, I'm in my mid, I'm in my mid thirties now, so yeah, it's, not uh, a day over twenty five. Ah. Right. You just gotta take your greens, eat your vitamins, and do all of that other fun stuff to keep yourself alive. 
Exactly. Get your sleep. Yeah, we need, we need a little bit more sleep. No sleep, <laughs> children. <laughs> That's a cute reference. Hey, no, not there, yeah. there is no. Yeah. But no, they're I, so cute. You guys did nap they today too. I took a nap today. Yeah, okay. I wish I took a nap. <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> and you know what I, I love always about you is that you've always been a yes man similar to what like me and selena have and you've always taken on different roles you're always like i want to learn i want to grow you know put me in this put me in that and that's something that really molded you and made you who you are today and like i just want to say that i i respect that you know yeah being, man i really hard. appreciate that i really appreciate that and that's just something that's work ethic that's watching my dad do a 13 hour day and then yeah. still take me to karate class you know and you too, watching him <laughs> What did you say? Did you, you do it? You too, as well? eh? I did karate as well. I'm a second degree black belt. I almost made it to black belt. I made it to brown. You know, why did you quit those one away? I'm so I sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I I was very young and I think school got in the way. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I got remember. my I got my first uh, <laughs> got my first one at sixteen. Wow. But, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Again, before acting thought I was gonna be a fighter. But yeah. There it's you that go. work ethic, right? It is um, the work ethic. It helps with that. In martial arts helped a lot kept me kind of disciplined kept me always say yes one of the things my dad said is if you can do everything you will make yourself indispensable mm-hmm. no one can be like oh let's get rid of andrew oh no but andrew can wire the board if we need it wired he can run and if we need to talk on air he could talk on air and he may wipe the tables down after because that's the kind of guy he is right people they see hard work as much as it sounds like they don't and as much as it feels like sometimes people don't see it people do see it and they will put your name up for things multi-skilled that's what you are wow i I tried to but not have said it better that's right man that's the it's the only way that and patience Andrew, I want to say take us through you know not the process but like step by step how did you get to the career with element okay Mm -hmm. so let's see um after i left uh after i left the first company um that we all worked for um (laughs) i was frustrated uh i'm like all right six years is enough i am sick of being broke i'm gonna go into construction just gonna make my money and i'm going to keep it moving so i started building glass showers for a company uh which is like building very hot coffins and you're in the shower which is like a five by five with another guy who's probably over the weight of 200 pounds so you're out there it's grueling oh, yeah. work you're lifting glass glass is heavy i don't know if any mm-hmm. of you guys have ever tried to lift. it's oh, heavy oh, oh it's really right heavy. yeah so eh, as much as i love lifting weights and stuff like that that's fun to me lifting glass and putting it on my back and walking up six flights of stairs is not very fun no it's not me. fun no. so then i had epiphany and i don't want to, to do this anymore i'm done i'm going back and i started doing um just production on the side, doing freelance production. And then um, a buddy of mine hit me up and said, hey, um, we're going to do some freelance work for G98.7. Um, can you go and pitch for them? And then we'll give you a percentage. I'm like, all right, cool, bet. I go in there, um, have a conversation with the owner, um, the late uh, Fitzroy Gordon. Um, he looked at me, listened to my demo, and was like, we could use you here. And they always had a soft spot for me being a black broadcaster and that being one of the only black radio stations in Canada. Yeah. Um, it was like a, Hey, this would be something that I can take what I've learned working for other people and give to my own culture. So let me try and do this for a couple of years. So I was their production manager and you know, you work hard. There's different, different cultures have different sounds and feels of what's professional radio wise. So Caribbean radio sounds nothing like, 
Canadian radio, right? Oh, really? Um, yeah, so it's very hype. It's a lot of reverb. It's, I'm mm-hmm. going to talk over the music. Or I'm going to come down over. Yeah, I'm going to talk over the music. It's very intense. And when you're in that mm-hmm. culture, it works. But when you're trying to open up the doors for other cultures and other individuals to kind of take in what you're making and what you're putting out, um, there's sometimes a language barrier with that. So I tried to become the bridge and say, hey, um, the Mandarin does not push their products towards people who know Asian culinary. Mm. We need to make it so that they can one, understand us and two, everyone loves your chicken. So like I was trying to use like recipes and ways to kind of talk to them and say, look, if you make it general, people will come if they understand. And that was one of the big things. So I was there for about four years as their production manager. And they brought in a consultant by the name of Dave Charles. Dave Charles has more accolades than I can even count. That man okay. is a That's brilliant mentor to me. Mm-hmm. Well, he, um, just a little side note on him. He's the one who launched Q107. Oh, wow. So he he's the one who made that work. Yeah. So yeah. he's done 52 countries. Um I think this is his 53rd radio station launch. The man is an icon in the industry. And um, so he came to uh, consult for Gene 87. He sat in my studio and I was like, hey, you want to hear this? And I just showed him my passion and just said, hey, this would be cool if we could do this. And I had this idea. And he's like, you know what? I've got an opportunity for you. And this was before the station. Um, the station got a license. It was like, hey, if this works out, would you give me three years? Yeah. And like, I don't know. I'm pretty much riding at the end of my coattails with this. Um, I had started a fitness business, personal training, um, both in Canada and in the States, doing online work and online coaching with another nutritionalist from America. And things were starting to pick up. So I'm like, fitness ah, things starting to pick up. I started doing bodybuilding competitions. And I'm like, I don't know. Fitness seems to be my area in which I want to succeed in. He's like, mm-hmm. three years. Then I found out my partner was pregnant and it was like, okay, let's let's do this three years. Let's see where this radio can go. Uh, and he's just like, just trust me. As anybody has a hard time trusting people, I have a hard time trusting people at times yeah. too, but that guy really guided and molded me and showed me another side of radio. I could do promo, I could do street team, I could do on air, I could do production, I can even do creative. So writing scripts and stuff like that. But the management, the managerial side of things, the how do you get a license? What goes mm-hmm. into doing that three-day trial? Um, what do you need to do for your condition of license for the CRTC? All of these like gems and like, how do you even talk to the CRTC? Mm-hmm. How do you schedule and meet people and use what you have and just kind of took my raw talent and refined it. So um, I became the production manager of Element FM in 2018. Um, by 2019, 2020, I think, 20, end of 2019, um, there was an opportunity for me to become the station manager. I was just trying to aim for like maybe an APD or PD, but he's like, look, you know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, he's the operations manager. Um, it's been a lot of fun. Launching a new radio station in this market is incredibly hard, but Elements FM is a voice for the indigenous community so like i had to do for g987 i have now the power to be able to help another community and culture get their voice and i'm always cool for that yeah. um, a little bit about element fm is we play 25 percent indigenous content so we do Amazing. hip-hop r&b um soul and pop 
but it's 25% indigenous. So when we were going through the motions and listening to the music that we're like, okay, there's no billboard charts or there's no BDS Nielsen that's going to focus on some of these indigenous artists. How do we yeah. pick? put our headphones on? Yeah, that could rock. Yeah, that yeah. could rock. Oh, that's yeah, that good. could rock. Yeah. And I started just discovering all of these amazing artists. I'm like, they're here. Okay, we got something cool Mm -hmm. it's a recipe that I think can work it's refinement but like anything we haven't had a lot of new stations in Toronto Mm -hmm. in the last what 20 years it's it's a hard market it's um in the 88 and it's it's just a sneezeful right so you get swallowed by the big market competition your chuma fems your fi's your kisses mm-hmm. and your versions these big conglomerates with deep pockets um they're here to stay they're not going anywhere so it's just about introducing people to the sound because the sound i can say sonically is at that same level um the announcers oh, yeah. are amazing uh they, they need work they're, they're, they're working towards their goal they're building but the whole goal of the station is to make it as indigenously run as possible. So I'm on a contract. Eventually, I'm going to teach somebody my skills and I'm going to bow out and let somebody take my spot. That's the whole part of the process. That's why I signed on for it. I'm like, okay, a couple of years. I teach somebody how to really produce and get into it. Then I'm off to greener pastures, see what goes on. Uh, but that's kind of how my life has been in a nutshell. Um, between that and raising kids and trying to be a good partner and making sure that... Uh, everyone's happy and healthy is uh it's been my life i've also been taking on other projects when i have time i'm still producing you got to keep your chops you got to keep working on that craft because if you don't you will definitely lose it it's one of those Mm -hmm. things especially production it's creative when i left and did a year of construction i had to retrain myself to be like that's not on beat what the hell is going on with me you just tried to like mix it and like okay things are starting to sound good started to watch more videos take more webinars and i've been out of school since 2008 right so Mm -hmm. it's almost like oh that's it done learning you can't really have that mentality because the industry just keeps constantly changing and moving and growing i mean i'm happy that we're in the era we're in where we can have a conversation like this in a different room in different cities but on the flip side when it comes to getting more knowledge i could hit youtube and say how do i do this and somebody's going to tell me and there's webinars to sign up for and there's free um newsletters to sign up for that will tell you what's going on in the industry and what type of moves and what type of type of seminars are going on that you can just kind of soak up and continuously build yourself up with Man, you're a student of your craft and we, we do appreciate that. And that's something to, you know, everybody getting in, not only to radio, but into your industry as long as you stay passionate and you stay true and you always have to be ever changing and you're, you're going to be successful like that because you're going to keep learning. You're going to keep growing. And it, it's shown it's right through, right through Andrew, right? I here. appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. There's a martial arts saying, if you had stayed with it, Selena, you would have heard this is walk through life ah. with a white belt mentality, oh, which okay. just means. Might have been a hey, humble story. yourself, regardless how high or how many accolades I get through my career. Joe Blow with one year could come up with a fantastic idea. Mm-hmm. Don't push people aside so quickly. Don't push their ideas or their beliefs aside so quickly. It's about saying, I heard you. I get you. That's great. Maybe out of 100, 20% of that's usable, but that 
like anything you plant a seed and it'll grow, right? So yeah. I always walk through life with that type of mantra and that type of mindset just to respect people, walk like I don't know much because there's always it. more to learn. Yeah, that's such a humble saying. I love that. Do you have any uh, role models that you've taken some of that from? If you want to name one or two in particular. Ooh, Dave Charles is definitely one of those in the industry. Um, Wayne Williams, uh, he used to run Flow. Um, I mean, then we got like Bruce Lee. I love Bruce Lee. And like, I've got famous people that I look up to as well. Mm -hmm. um, my parents' work ethic really helped me become who I am. The, you're sick, too bad, get up and go. Yeah. You're tired, too bad, get up and go. There was no <laughs> like, hey, it's a sick day. You're, you're coughing. If you're not on your deathbed, you're getting up and you're going, right? So that yeah. whole mentality kind of stuck with me. You're very disciplined. So you could tell, yeah, that's that's amazing. We were wondering if you're part of any, well, you are, you are part of some radio communities or boards. Uh, I'm part of the advanced company and that is the Canadian, uh, it is Canada's Black Music business collective and i'm in the radio division so the whole premise is to create lanes and make sure people don't forget about black musicians for me black broadcasters have a close way to my heart because i'll be honest with you guys it is not easy for that i am one of the only station managers that are black in this country mm -hmm. um there are so many our music isn't being played as often on radio yes it's gotten a lot better with guys like Drake in the weekend, trying to put Canada and black people on the forefront for Canadians. But in regards to broadcasting, it's really hard to get your foot in the door regardless of your color. But there's that extra, I've got to work harder. And again, that's one of the things that I was always told, you're going to have to outwork people, right? They may Definitely. not necessarily want to hire you, yeah. but if you can outwork everybody, then they have no choice. They will look at it and say, well, we'd be dumb. We're going to offer him the same price and he can do six other jobs, yeah. right? Until you've made your worth. And I can say now in my career, I can say, no, that's not good enough. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And I have the time now I can pick and choose. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'll still yeah. be dirty. I'll roll my sleeves up and get in the trenches when it comes time to. Oh, absolutely. But it, it's about knowing your value now, right? And I liked what this company and this uh, this organization is trying to do for the black musician and for the black broadcaster. So um, I like I just want to make sure that I can help and lend what I've learned over my 13 year career to see where I can help the next generation come in and say, you know what? Yeah, I do want to be in radio broadcasting, and yeah, I would love to be on air. I don't really have to be on air. I can yeah. learn the craft and help people get better. And that was what I always wanted to do: is just help people get better. That's so wonderful. I love that. And you, you will, you will definitely. How, how did you uh, bring awareness uh, being on this community? Like, what sort of campaigns have you run? Like, give me an example, just so I. I can um. So this is like. Learn. This is like my third week. So yeah, <laughs> I have done he's new. Little, they are planning a, uh, a couple of things that I'm not allowed to really get into just yet, but okay, okay. when they are, I will send you some forms and some information. All right. But, um, it, it, it's a lot of planning. It's a, a lot of making sure that everyone's being considered mm -hmm. as we're moving forward. Um, I can't really talk about a lot of the stuff that is going on just yet um but there is some amazing things going on in the next couple of months that you will hear about on social media there's a lot of movers and shakers in this uh in this organization um so you will be hearing about it very soon 
Really cool. That's exciting. And would you say that uh, this is an addition into something uh, as interesting as like your role takes on, you know, being a station manager um, and being getting to be a part of these uh, communities and boards? Is this one of your favorite things? Like, give me top three, your absolute uh, favorite running, part of the job. Man, running the station is amazing. When you have a novice to inexperienced broadcaster and they hit you with a great pick, you're like, yes. You're getting it. So when you get that lights on and that, oh my goodness, he's got it. It's good. Or you hear a production coming. When you hear a broadcaster really nail a post or someone come with a great promotional package. And I'm like, yes, you're learning. I get it. I get what teachers feel when their kids are learning. I love it. That's one of the best feelings for me. Um, being wrong, able beautiful. to help my culture. That's amazing to me too. Just being able to use what i've tirelessly tried to grow and say okay cool how can i help you guys and how can i help them and how can i make sure he's good i want everyone to win that's always i've always wanted just everyone to win there is enough money in this world and there's enough accolades for everyone i want everyone to win and there is a way to do it there is a recipe yeah. um i'm still tweaking mine but um yeah those are i think the three biggest things is just wanting people to win watching them grow and seeing those milestones it's like being a father like watching my kid walk was like boom i think that was the best thing for me that was better than getting any oh. job just seeing him take like three four steps and now he can jokingly argue with me and say no no not uh, not bedtime right now maybe we eat a snack maybe we sit on the couch and he's like two and you're like they grew up so fast when you yes. learn how to say cookie my god that boy I know. can i have a cookie daddy yeah you said the right word cookie here you go right but you can't. one for <laughs> you two for me cookies advice but um it, it's funny man it's uh that i equate that same feeling sometimes to watching some of my staff grow and learn and that light bulb oh yeah i think i got it i think i got that yeah that's cool that whole process is one of those like happy to see things going i'm happy to put on the station and at any given time hear great content and i'm happy when people say hey if you've heard about the station element that i'm like yes i have i helped build it i helped put that on the map and that's, that's like a child got a long team. way to go but it's, still, it's my mm -hmm. baby i was yeah. there before it was born Absolutely. Um, actually uh, my my son got was born in August and the station launched in October, oh, so wow. they're around the same age. Wow. So the, I I would say that the same, they're going through the same growing pains right now. Oh, <laughs> you're a great parent though. So I'm you're trying. I'm trying and a great mentor. It sounds like you want to help, and that's what makes a great mentor. And you're very proud of yeah helping people. So that that's amazing what you've done. Yeah, you, you got that like Tony Robinson mixed in with like that Gary V like vibe going to you. Like <laughs> yeah, you can do it. Just get off your ass and put in the work. Like <laughs> And that's all it is. Just get going, put in the work. People just do it. Are, yeah. Especially if you've if you're just getting out of school and you're single, just travel. Go out west. There's radio stations out there. Radio yeah. stations in the just go and do whatever craft that you want to do. Get mm -hmm. out and do it. Especially if you're not locked down by a family put in the 13 put in the 14 hours why miss that party that you're gonna forget about six months later right this is your career you're building your life uh it's like riding a bike you push you push you push you push you push until you get downhill and you can kind of just let your feet go and coast yeah. right it, it's it's about that first and then you yeah. push you have to keep moving and 
you can't let up on the gas either. You take your feet off the pedals for a while, catch your breath, but then you got to get right back to it because it will continuously leave you regardless of the, the career you're in or the industry you're trying to come into. You can't let up. If you want to succeed, you can't let up. Yeah, you see, this is exactly why people nominated you for Radio's Future American Leader. All right, this is that's exactly that. the reason why. And yeah. I have to say, you, you touched on you know the future and greener pastures. You feel good. You got this award. You're feeling great. You're glowing, bud. What's next? What's, <laughs> what's on tap? I just gotta keep moving, man. I just gotta keep my feet pedaling. Um, I'm working on a couple of projects as a producer. I knock off my producer boots um i did a project last year called freedom it was about the emancipation projects mm -hmm. from niagara and basically the underground railroad led to niagara that's where it stopped um i did this um i want to say this audio experience and that's what i will call it uh, a gentleman by the name of marcel stewart wrote and produced all of it and i mastered mixed and uh, just made it sound i just kind of try to bring his vision to life um, it got a bunch of accolades. It was for a company called Suitcase and Point. Um, there's a couple more projects we've got on the way for that, as well as a uh, pilot uh, podcast I'm working on. I can't let too much of that out either, but um, we'll share. There are some. There are some. I will definitely send it your way. There are some really cool stories, and there's some really cool accolades that are going to be shown on. Shown on. Yeah, I'll go with shown on. Things are gonna things are gonna start opening up, but it's just about trying to keep busy and it's balance. It can't be a hundred percent work, right? Mm -hmm. Can when you're young and you know you're single, but I'm still a family man. I still got my family to grow with, and my kids still need attention, and my partner still needs to feel like we're partners in this. So it, it's about balancing and really scheduling out your life and saying, okay, seven o'clock. I know I'm the station manager. The station's not on fire. I'm good until 6 a.m. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bye. I'll listen periodically because I do enjoy the content. But there are times where, like anybody wants, you just got to down, have a glass of wine, and, you know, yeah. watch The Bachelor. I don't know. Whatever your voice is. Watching The Bachelor now? What's going cool? yeah, on? Okay. So I actually got Guilty that. Pleasure I actually got here. into that. Yeah. You know what? I'll tell you a story. I actually All got right. into that from a, a co host um, on Jewel. Um, it started as a joke. Cause I'm like, oh. this is like a lot like gambling. I mean, we mm -hmm. could just pick a couple of people. I can mm -hmm. say, okay, how long could they stay on? Okay, my person. So we split the girls in half, and we, yeah, you pick your favorites. We, yeah, we, we played it like a fantasy league, right? Yeah. I love it. And yes. Like, so then the first time I lost, and I have to buy her a Mandarin dinner. I'm like, ah, that's oh. gonna happen again. That's not gonna happen again. <laughs> I'm going to get the tape. I'm going to get the study. And I've, I've played sports my entire life. So yeah. now I'm like, let me watch this. Let me watch this tape. I was watching all the videos of like the pre person. I'm like, okay, yeah, that person's going to have to stay on for at least four weeks. Okay, but, and I started just analyzing it. And then yeah. somewhere in the mix, I got hooked. <laughs> you have Good, a producer bro. mindset, so you know what's coming. That's it. Yeah, You're really good. I, I built it like I would build a, a show. I'm like, okay, <laughs> and this person's loud. Yeah, I'm gonna have to take her. Okay, if she's loud and obnoxious, she's gonna gonna keep her for like eight weeks. So let me write down that recipe. And, <laughs> oh yes. Um, which then turned into me like, oh, this is Bachelor in Paradise. Huh. They're coming right, to Canada. Hey. They no, gotta... that's, that's too sleazy for me, but <laughs> what if you're like there as a producer? Like it would be even more fun for you. <laughs> I, no, I'm staying no. far, far away from there as a happy <laughs> partner and 
well-mannered man. There is no need to put this up in those type of ways. But uh, T-R-O-U-G-L-E, trouble. She didn't even watch the show. I was the one that said, hey, I'm going to try and put on this Bachelor. Let's watch this, yeah. What are you doing? Hey, look, it's a bite. I get hooked on That's how it starts, yeah. I get exactly why there's so much captivation around that. You worked it like a fantasy pool. I wonder if we Google something right now, if there's like a fantasy pool for The Bachelor. If not, we should create something like that. Oh, no, no, there is now. Want to do it for this pod? Let's do it. Some stats. There's some stats. Oh, yes. I also play fantasy football too and fantasy basketball. I still watch sports. <laughs> yeah, me too. To me my... too. I didn't win my NHL fantasy league, but I did okay. So NHL's been, NHL's been it's, weird this year. It's been interesting and just not the usual with this whole COVID stuff. So it's been I a whole thing. It's really itself. hard for a lot of industries. Speaking about COVID, it's been really hard for a lot of industries to mm-hmm. try and get on their feet. Radio is not exempt from that. A lot of it is commercial advertising because as fun as radio is, it's still a business. It's a business that needs ratings and revenue to produce. It's a fancy way to sell advertising. That's all radio is. When you strip it yeah. down to the nuts and bolts of it, it was a way to create and sell advertising. First in form, but then entertain. Yeah. But low-key we need money right so with a lot mm-hmm. of the businesses closed it's a lot of stations are struggling uh it's it's pretty bad out there but yeah. it's being optimistic making sure people are staying yeah. safe and wearing their masks we've set up home studios everywhere so no one's going into the studios um are you also working from home mostly or? i have not gone into the office for a year now wow oh, okay that's so you are huge yeah Wow. The last That's thing good. I did was deliver our laptops to my on-air staff with microphones, and uh, that was it. I went in last September for a week when everything started like easing up. I'm like, okay, let mm-hmm. me just go in for a day or two, and then by the end of the third day, things started like just uh, climbing so quickly, and we're like, you know what? No, shut it down. Yeah, we're fine. And it's funny you'll see that people are working a lot better from home, mm-hmm. where I would travel. You know, I'd jump on the go train because nobody wants to pay them. Toronto parking prices. Mm-hmm. And Mm-mm. no, thank you. Which are going so home. We, I don't want any of that. I don't want any of that. This is why I like to stay home. <laughs> you know how much money I've saved on go train alone? Thousands. Oh, gosh. Same. <laughs> thousands. <laughs> legit thousands of yeah. dollars over the last year of just riding the go. Uh, but yeah, you get into this, like, you get into your routine. So now the routine's disrupted, but this took a couple of weeks to get used to working from home and having the kids go to school here and there's five of us mm-hmm. in this house so it's a lot of like double touching and thank god i have a really good internet connection service so i mean everyone's on at yeah. once yeah right so, so yeah i was gonna say like speaking of yeah, yeah. yeah like you know the whole covid thing and how it's really translated right through every industry and, you know, radio has withstood, and you know this, Andrew, the, the testament of time. People are always like, yo, radio is going to be a thing of the past. Or radio is going away. Radio is here to stay. And, like, where do you think the Canadian radio industry is going to be in the next few years, given now that yeah. you're just telling me that, you know, announcers are working from home. You know, the station is working from home. A station manager hasn't yeah. gone in like a year. What's What are the next things that you see for radio here in Canada? It's, it's funny. It's one of those crossroads. And I think every generation radio goes through a crossroads oh television's here oh no television's gonna kill the radio yeah like there's been influenzas and this and that radio's been around and it's not going anywhere i think it's changing the way we think about radio where it's not me going 106.5 element fm and i'm barking at you because you aren't really there and you'll never get to call in it's no it's more 
I think things will start to move in a podcast feel conversation sort of way. I think that's where yeah, a lot of the, I think. The, yeah. the personable and having me be reachable. If I'm an announcer, like mm-hmm. when I was growing up, these guys were like, you had your celebrities and then you had your like, your broadcasters, your announcers, the people who right talk and hang out with the celebrities. And they were, the they cool were like, your, they were the cool guys. They were your bridge. And you call into a radio station, you never get in, and you try to come, mm-hmm. never get in. Right mm-hmm. now that's completely changed. Social media has become this like intertwined beast with radio. Right? We have a saying mm-hmm. it's on air, online and on socials. That little Trinity is how you create good content. Uh, you want it to live on and wow. I want you to be my buddy I want you to be like man I listened to Andrew's show last week I'd really love to get a coffee I'd really like to get a beer with him and just kind of pick his brain oh I'm gonna write something on Facebook and I'm right or I'm gonna write something on the gram and then two yeah. seconds later they hit you back where they would have never hit you back 20 years ago so the yeah the identity of radio is changing as the years go on to be more sociable to be more engaging I'm trying to make sure I make a lasting connection with you. And that's the whole premise of where radio is going. So I think it'll go more podcast. I think it'll definitely go more digital with streaming companies like iHeart and um, mm. Real Player Canada and all of these like little areas for you to jump online and stream. Even Numeris is looking at streaming and online yep. views to help coordinate with people who are listening because it's just as easy for me to open up a browser or pop on my iHeartRadio app and click a station and just work away. Those things need to start being tracked. Those streams need to start being tracked. So I think that's the direction we're going to see radio go in the next 10 years. I think it's all about that online community. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and you, you, the holy trinity, like you spoke of, and being mm-hmm. able to have that guy reach out to you and be like, Yo, man, thank you so much for the love. I appreciate you listening to me. You know, uh, if you ever get a chance, or if you're ever in, in this town, like, we'll, we'll one day either get together or, you know, I'll shoot you a, a message. And it's that sort of respect. And, you know, back in the day, you weren't able to do that. You just like, you, you mm-hmm. call, like, think, I used to work the lines in, in the morning show and people used to just call in and be like, can I talk to so-and-so? Can I talk to, you know, they're like, no, <laughs> exactly. they're busy, they're working. And, but like, people would love just to be like, hi, I love you so much. And I just want to tell you that my name's John, you know, and that's it. But now that's with it. online and social media, it's you, like you said, man, it's so crazy how inclusive thinking the, you know, people are like, no, no, it's spreading too much farther apart, but being able to do this, having the technology, uh, you know, and incorporating that with what was already established by radio. And I think that's going to mm-hmm. propel it into the next generation. Really is. You hit the nail on the head community. We're trying to create community little pockets just so that you have somebody, that person who's driving trucks across Canada, they want to feel an attachment and a closeness to you. Um, that person that sits in their office all day long and just types away and does data entry. They want someone to laugh with. They want something to keep them sane and just to kind of create this pocket of, of security, of just the, hey, you went here too? Great. You listen to me joke around? Great. I'm making water cooler conversation and I'm going to make you feel like you're not alone in a room and that's the whole premise Absolutely. it's all we're trying that to sense do. of companionship 
and you exactly. know, yeah, there's always building... someone to relate with you. Yeah. Oh, 150% Selena. And you know, Andrew said that guy who's in a truck traveling across the country, you know, maybe in Saskatchewan, but he's listening online through an app to his hometown radio station. It gives him that sense of home and that feeling that can't be really mm -hmm. like re made up by anything else. I mean, like, yeah, there's YouTube there, and there's podcasts, which we love because we're on and, you know, we're doing really well with. And like, I think that radio does something so much more. And that's why my love for radio will forever be eternal, you know, and respecting guys like Andrew in the industry who do this day in, day out because they're building communities like that for people like us. I really appreciate that, man. It's just fun, man. Who else gets paid to play music and play around? Like this, this is the dream. Yeah. I get to listen to music all day. I get to meet real cool artists and I get to try and help out a community and someone's giving me money to do so. So oh, I think so <laughs> that, that is like one of the best feelings in the world. Um, it's one of those things, if you wake up and this is the old cheesy saying, you wake up every day and it doesn't feel like work, you made it. It doesn't, and that's, it doesn't matter at what pocket of financial security you're in or um, the hardships you're going through. If you're waking up, like, oh, okay, let me do a nine hour day right without oh yeah. you know this is this is awful i'm I'm tired i don't want to do this my body's sore i don't like that i'm gonna wake up and do what i love every day i, I don't feel tired waking up yeah if you love what you do you don't work a day in your life definitely that is the saying that i butchered but you brought back so i love it oh i got you and andrew ain't lifting tell. glass yeah. no more <laughs> no more glass i'm not doing any more the only glass i'm lifting is the one that has a wine attached to it oh yeah nice bottomless <laughs> selena bottomless you know yes. oh, this whole podcast andrew has been so motivating and captivating for both Selena and I, and for whoever will be listening. It's one thing we love to ask everybody, all of our famous friends who come onto the show, is that if you had to go back to day one and give yourself a piece of advice, what would it be? Just keep swimming. No, <laughs> just, it, man. Just, just keep swimming. Just, just, just keep, keep swimming. Keep, just keep swimming. Somebody's watching a lot of Finding Nemo. <laughs> I have watched but Finding true. Nemo yeah. fourteen times. This You're week. a good parent. It is, yes, it is Tuesday. I'll just let you know that it's Tuesday. <laughs> but um, no, just just keep really trying. Keep trying new things. Don't let the pressure up. Just continue to build. Continue to grow and continue to educate yourself. Right and things will break it doesn't feel like the the pattern will break but it'll break and you'll be able to just keep trying is what i would tell myself i think that's so and beautiful. then you'll be happy and you you won't work a day in your life exactly and even exactly. when i was and even when i was working the overnight shift pressing a button on and off there was good people like you two there were oh. people that i grew with those are those are people that um broadcast wise i just learned from and i used to go in on my days off that's how I learned how to produce. I yep. produced in school. Yeah, but you know how it is. You get out of school, oh, yeah. they think you can produce until you see people who can actually produce. Like, I, I can't produce. Oh, yeah. I didn't learn anything. <laughs> yeah, right? That's how I feel right now. So yes. <laughs> sitting down and sitting back with some of the people that I got to. So I will never take away those trenches in that, hey, it's mm -hmm. Wednesday, you have yeah, today right. off. Go into the station and go and sit with that producer and ask yeah. him questions because people are open to help you if you yeah. ask. And so if they true. don't, hey, I'll ask somebody else. Exactly. And that's how you learn and that's how you grow. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Does. And you could ask Andrew, um, how can people get in contact with you if they would like to ask you a question now? Yes. Email me. Throw me an email. A Johnson at elementfm.ca. 
Awesome. Throw me an email. Amazing. Find me on Facebook, Andrew Johnson. Do something. I'm very accessible if anyone needs me. Please reach out to him, you know, not only if you want to hear his experience or just maybe a little bit of motivation. He's mm -hmm. the guy. <laughs> I'm trying, man. There's still lots of room to grow like anyone else. Got to keep moving up the ladder. Oh, man. You know, Andrew, I know your time is precious. I want to thank you again for coming on to the Famous Friends podcast. You are the station manager for 106.5 FM. All right, Element FM, please listen in. Give the station some love. Reach out to Give Andrew Johnson. I Give love it a it. try. It's a good station. It's a it good station. Music. It really Our is. Our drive host is nominated for two Junos. We're here. Oh, wow. That's huge. He's doing work. He's a musician, a guy named uh, Julian Taylor. He's doing great work. But our, our company is really trying to grow this. So please give us a listen. Give us a shot. Element FM, music. guys, in Toronto. Selena, thank you so much. Thanks, my co-host today. I'm so happy we could reconnect with you, Andrew. Selena, don't be such a stranger. Thank you guys so I much. Will. Yes, this has been a throwback for the ages. All right, guys. Thanks so much for having me.